This is Seven Sports Live. And we're moments away from kickoff here. Gloucester City versus Sirencester Town. A reminder, as we said, get in contact with us throughout the broadcast at 7sport on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash 7sport and info at 7sport.co.uk on the email. SoFab Sports, our sponsors for this season. All the broadcasts go through them. 20% off at the online checkout 7sport20 for all your NFL shirts. We had some technical difficulties there. I don't think the microphones were plugged in properly, but they are now. We are live and we are ready to go here at the Tiger Turf Stadium. Gloucester City women versus Sirencester Town ladies in the Women's FA Cup. As there's a hush over the Tiger Turf Stadium as the referee checks with his assistants. Very young linesman on his near side. Nice to see him sporting all black boots. Some of the uh, officials in this day and age have white on their boots and it sickens me as we get underway. Immediately, Sirencester on the ball with number 14, Charlotte Robbins, given away. And now Kate Ambry for Gloss City turns it infield. Now on the halfway line, ricochets through to Eden Marsh. Eden Marsh, who has a, a record, Meg, I'm going to throw out there early doors. She has scored in every game I've seen her play. Oh, That's really? a little fact for everybody. I said it. I don't recognise her, but... The last time I said it was the friendly here that Siren Sister won four goals to nil. She oh, scored well. the opening goal on that day. No And has scored then. on every occasion that I've watched her play. There are some players that have that record and have that distinction. Whether you'd call it a distinction, it, it's up to you. But I would say it's a, a proud fact. She might be Siren's lucky charm today then. If she adds it to it today, it could be a, a long day for Gloucester City, who drew their opening league game of the season last week. 2-2. They were 2-0 up at St. Valia. That looks for a, a quick start today. It's Paige Todd tries to get in on the left-hand side. Hooked away just about by Lauren Hicks. Nearly kicked it straight into Todd. Yeah, that was the Nicky Winger would have fancied then. it. Long ball forward, Hannah Hughes comes and claims it. Free kick's going to be given to Siren Sester. Looks like when the ball was played up the right hand side, a foul was committed. Meg, you were saying to us before kickoff that you're, you're clear to start full training after an, an ACL injury. How excited are you and how much would you have uh, looked forward to being playing on an occasion like this today? Yeah, it's actually my first since Gloucester City the new Gloucester City started. It's actually my first FA Cup game that I won't be uh, named in or um, a part of, really, apart from commentating. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big change, but um, I'm excited to get back into it and then hopefully hopefully be in it next year. It's Gloucester, who have been in the FA Cup a, a number of years now, third year of them being in it. We're beaten at this stage last year at this ground on penalties by Bishop's Cleave. It was 2-2 on the day in that one. It was a fantastic occasion. Great penalty saves. And a shootout heartbreak for, for Gloucester on the day. The year before that, they did beat Western Supermare, of course, here. And uh, Siren Sister make their Women's FA Cup bow in this one. It's a cup feel. A yes. bit of excitement in the air. It's a free kick given for, for a foul inside the Gloucester penalty area. It looks like Nikki Biscop is the guilty party. You, you can tell the nerves are here today. There's a few sloppy passes between both teams at the moment as the nerves are settling in. And of course, one thing that uh, people may not know, Meg, about the Gloss City side this year is the number of the American students that have come over on the UDA mm. programme. You know, it'll be the first taster for, for these players, in fact, even playing at home, of course. 
Yes, yeah, definitely. First home game. Okay, Ambry nips in, tries to play it to Paige Todd. Interception from Sarah Candy, hooked away, but it falls to Beth Davis. On the right-hand side come Gloucester City. Davis knocks it down the line. That's Ambry. Ambry, who is Gloucester City's top goal scorer in the last two seasons. Wins the throw and takes it quickly infield. Bounces in the area towards Chloe Golden, who's fresh off a double in the league opener last week. Followed a hat-trick here in the last Gloucester home game, a friendly against Winchcombe Town. But it is cleared and City will come again. Todd looks to try and keep this in on the left-hand side. She's got options in the middle in the form of Ambry. Todd cuts it back, though, towards the edge of the box. Slightly heavy touch. That's all the way through for a goal kick. But good intent, Meg, from Gloucester City early on. Yeah, that was a lot, a lot more promising play there from Gloucester. A uh, few passes down the uh, flanks. And a poor goal kick falls to Beth Davis, but she hooks it up over the goal. But again, good pressure that Gloucester City are putting on Simon Sester from their own goal kick, giving it away, and you know it's, it's led to a shot on goal. Yeah, they've been practicing at training. I think pressing high because that's one thing that we've been guilty of. It's, is um, laying off too too far at the pitch, but no, they're doing well so far. Ball's headed up into the air. Chloe Golding just shields her adversary with the armband. Messenger off the ball. Golding comes away with it, ricochets away. And so over on the far side, Todd is in from the little through ball. Todd on the left-hand side for Gloucester City. Knocks out wide to Jada Gaza. Tries to skip past Sarah Candy. Slides in well. That should be a goal kick and it is. Fantastic bit of defender from Sirencester Town right back. There's key battles all over the pitch that will really determine the outcome of this contest. You look at the forward positions, Eden Marsh for Siren up against Maggie Neal for Gloucester City. Looking at the opposite end, Kate Ambry's being marked by Lucy Scranage at centre half for Sirencester. And in, in the midfield, of course, Liberty Messenger versus Beth Davis, Chloe Golden, two of the, the better midfielders from Division 1 of the County League last season. It's going to be a hotly contested tie. About five minutes gone here at the Tiger Turf Stadium. Still Gloss City nil, Sirencester Town nil. Live on 7 Sport in association with SoFab Sports. This women's FA Cup first qualifying round tie. Of course, the winner of this one will be at home on Sunday the 1st of October Bath City await for the winners of this tie Gloucester Gloucester would, uh, would fancy another home game in the FA Cup of course Siren they'd also enjoy the chance to host a side like Bath City Sarah Candy's going to have to deal with a long ball forward Todd grappling for possession with her it's on the Left-hand side of the box, played across by Gaza. Chloe Golden's been forced wide on the left-hand side to go and retrieve it, being tracked and chased by Claire Hill. Golden does well to keep it in, knocks it back, but it skips under the feet of the City player. Loops up into the air, Paige Todd hooks back towards Ambry. Ambry just can't get the header on it, and Sarah Candy should deal with this, and does. Just can't be kept in, or is, fantastically well by Eve Timbrell. Uh, new, one of the new recruits for Sirencester over the closed season. And Herbal forward sees Neil just turn it around the corner into Esplin. And now Beth Davis on the halfway line goes for a diagonal. Poor touch from Sarah Candy. Has to recover with a good sliding tackle again 
with Paige Todd lurking. It's been a very positive opening for Gloucester City, Meg. Yeah, Simon are defending very well, though. Sarah Candy, in particular, um, putting in the last-minute slide tackles where, when needed. Throwing flicked on and just not cleared properly. Chloe Golden tries to tee up Gaza, but it'll be cleared by Messenger, and Biscop goes hunting it. Out to this near side to Stalina Wirtz. Hooks the ball forward towards Clay Golden. He flicks it forward towards Jada Gazer. He gets there. That's a fantastic finish for Gloucester City. Who take the lead in this Women's FA Cup tie. It had been coming in the early exchanges. And it has come fantastically well by the boot of the new recruit, Jada Gaza. Well, it's Georgie Stalina Wirtz. On this near side, just over the halfway line, coming forward from right back. Plays a, a diagonal ball forward into the box. Chloe Golden, who likes to get forward from central midfield, gets there, flicks on a header, and Gaza lets it bounce right-footed, lifts it over Molly McGurk, who did the right thing by coming out, of course. Simon says to keep her, but it's beating her. It's in the back of the net, and City lead 1-0, Meg. Yeah, that was a lovely little flick on from, from Chloe Golden there. She could have easily um, had an effort on goal herself, but no, that was lovely play. And of course, for, for a player like Gaza, you know, one of the American recruits coming over to a new country, would have been disappointed not to have scored on a, a first game last week, but first home game, yeah. gets a goal early on, that'll settle the nerves, won't it? First goal for City, so... Candy just can't prevent the ball going out for a corner. Over on that far side, Gloss City looking to, to go for the kill early on. Not even played 10 minutes yet here at the Tiger Surf Stadium. If you've watched Gloucester City in this last week, that's the first goal they scored and it's only taken the, the women seven minutes. And it, you know, the, the men couldn't manage it in 180. So, Biscuit tries to run away with it for Siren. Tackled by Beth Davis. Skips past her marker. Goes for a cross. Hits Biscuit in the hip. Lets it bounce and then hooks it up. Downfield. It's not going to go out of place. Lenina Verts. Let's it bounce and wins the header against Eden Marsh. Ricochets away to Charlotte Robbins, but Selena Verts does well to win the ball. Hooks it down the line. Ambry's not going to catch it. It's out of play for a goal kick. Lost City lead by goal to nil in this women's FA Cup tie. Jada Garza, the difference between two sides as we approach the 10-minute mark. Still plenty of game left, though. Sirens just to know they're still in this one and they'll get their opportunities. It's got to weather the early storm. <laughs> Hooked forward by McGurk from the goal kick. Bounced on the halfway line and Ethan Brell brings it forward for Siren Sester. Coming from the right hand side all the way to the left and she's giving it away under pressure. Gaza forced back to Selena Verts. Back to Gaza again. Smart turn on the halfway and knocks it down the left hand side to Kate Ambry. Ambry up against Lucy Scranage. That's the, the battle we talked about. Ambry dispossesses her marker, but she's penned in the corner. No red shirt really helping her. Ambry's done exceptionally well to win a corner kick. Yeah, she's one, that's one thing she's very good at, as well as scoring goals, is her hold-up play for City. The endeavour and, and willingness that you'd expect to, to see from an experienced player like Kate Ambry. And Todd comes over to take the corner. Swings it in 
It's a good ball in. Ambry goes for the header. Nodded away by Scranage, who just got there ahead. And the ball's knocked down the right-hand side. Siren looking to spring into attack with Timbrell. Timbrell up against Esplin. Crosses in towards Eden Marsh. Marsh takes a touch, goes for a flick towards the back post. That's gathered just about by Hannah mm -hmm. Hughes. Still 1-0 Gross City lead. Yeah, Siren proving dangerous on the counter at the moment, right? Be a, a warning sign for Gross City there about how easy Siren Chester were able just to get the ball out, get the ball forward and get the ball in the box there. It's now with Bailey. To Biscuit. Just loses out to Slanina Verts, who started really well at right back. It's got to be said for Glossy. Seeing a lot of the ball, being positive in the possession. And the ball's been played back to the keeper, McGurk. He didn't really want it from what you can see. Under pressure from Paige Todd managed to clear it, but Siren still can't get it out. Ambry's attempt towards goal deflects through to McGurk again. Siren says they're really struggling for some sort of position further up the pitch being forced and penned back in superbly by Gloucester City Maggie Neal in the left wing back position for Gloucester City just holding the ball up under pressure from Timbrell can only hook it up the line to Candy swings it forward all the way through to Hannah Hughes and that will relieve a bit of pressure for Gloucester City there Siren looked to just try and Usher themselves forward. Candy wins the ball from the goal kick. Hooks it through to <coughs> Biscup. And now Bailey off Beth Davis. And it ricochets through. So Lenina Verts gets there. And then a long ball forward sees Kate Ambry chase it on this right-hand side. Ambry will cut in on her left foot. Ambry looking. Oh, the keeper goes for it early. Good save by McGurk. Out play for a corner. You can see what Amber was trying to do, just open her body up and trying to lift it over McGurk, who had a good aggressive position. Just didn't get high enough, keeper saved it, but a good chance there. Yeah, it's just on the wrong side for Kate then. But again, for Gloucester City, you'd say just how easy it was to get forward themselves this time. Amber is a willing runner. Todd hooks the corner in, hits a shoulder of a blue shirt, corner given. Good sustained pressure from Gloss City in this opening quarter of an hour or so. Lead by a goal to nil. They got the early goal that Chris Hill and Darren Golden would have wanted. Todd swings corner in. It bounces away through. Hits Ambry on the thigh and is hooked clear up to Timbrell. Goes to turn the marker. Who is Brooklyn Esplin? The Gloss City defender wins possession and wins a throw in for her side. And if anyone is interested, the other the Gloucester City development team are also 1-0 up at their away game in Southmead. So it's a good start for both City sides. Meg Long will keep us updated with the development side. Who scored? It's Nicole Lewis scored Nicole again. Nicole Lewis scored, yeah. Unbelievable. What player. <laughs> in a new position. Scored four goals in one game in 15 minutes now this season. And here, Gloss City still lead by a goal to nil. A well-taken finish by Jade Garza. And it's been pretty much all Gloucester City so far. 
So Nina Vert's been one of the most impressive players on the pitch so far, in my opinion. As I say that, just plays an aimless ball through to Molly McGurk. Probably the worst pass she's played in the first 15 minutes. Ball hook forward up towards the halfway line. Ricochets through to Ambry. Just poor touch from her. Tries to flick it to Todd, who's now on this right-hand side. This uh, fluid front three that Gloucester possess. As Robbins brings it forward for Sirens Town, but has ultimately run it out of play over on the, the far corner as we look. On this near side. Both sides settling down into this one. Siren maybe just a little bit too slow to settle early doors and that allows City to take their lead. But it'll be a contest, we knew that. Todd up against Bailey. He's done really well to win a throw, and she's taken quickly, just over Ambry. Maybe slightly too quickly. Ball hooked forward through to Chloe Golding. Golding shifts it to the left-hand side to Jada Garza. Thinks about it, goes for it left-footed, hooks it up over the goal just. You can see what she was trying. Garza not too far away from getting her second of the afternoon there. No, I think the first goal gave her a bit of confidence there. Well, she's shaking a touch and she's looked up straight away. You can see that, you know, McGurk, again, a good aggressive starting position from the goalkeeper, not staying on a, a line, not being rooted to the line. Nearly caught out that time, though. So it looks like the referee is going to speak to both management here. Not too sure why. I think it's for encroachment in the technical area. Fair enough. Everyone told off. Everyone said you got to stand within your lines. And we're going to get back underway with Katie Bailey taking a throw in. Up the left-hand side for Simon Chester. Hooked in field by Slanina Vert. That's now with Sarah Candy. The opposite number on the far side for Sirencester. Nips it down the right side to Timbrell. Timbrell shifts it one way then the other past Esplin and hooks the ball into the box behind Eden Marsh. Not fully cleared though is at the second time of asking. Bounces just short of the halfway line. Stepped into by Lucy Scranage. who fancies it from distance. Strikes it straight at Beth Davis and it's fallen Gloucester City's way. Paige Todd will look for a ball down the right hand side towards Ambry. Good defensive cover from number six, who is Lauren Hicks for Sirencester Town. Bailey knocks it down and the flag's up over on the far side. And that'll stop Nikki Biscop in, in her tracks. But Sirencester just starting to play a little bit now, Meg. Yeah, definitely. I feel like they're growing into the game as we go on. The nerves are starting to settle. City with the free kick. Slightly too heavy on the free kick from Slanina Verts, and it's all the way through for a goal kick. McGurk will take the goal kick, and see just doing a good job at keeping the defence honest, and they've nipped in to win the ball again. Ambry nods the ball on. Garza looks like she's going to get there on the edge of the box, goes for it across goal, and it's just beyond. The left-hand post, despairing dive from McGurk. Knew she wasn't going to get there. 
if that was on target, you'd have fancied it to just trickle into that far corner. But again, from a Sarah Chester goal kick, Gloss City winning possession and getting a shot on a goal. Siren still trying to play out though. Good turn from Bailey, dropping a step over him before clearing up the line to Biscuit. Goes for a switch, but it's behind Timbrell. Esplin should deal with it. Lets it run out of play for a throw over on the far side. Smart play from the Gloss City left back. And it's now Maggie Neal. Goes for a give and go. Brings it forward from centre half and loves to do it. We were there, Meg, at the friendly against Cardiff City. Even at 5-1, 6-1 down, you know, Neil stayed positive and, and tried to bring the full ball forward out from the back as much as possible. Yeah, she does. She loves she loves the run at the pitch, one of the things that she's very confident at. But she's now going to have to do some defending as Eden Marsh knocks it past her and tries to skip past her. Ball out of play and the smart touch from the linesman over on the far side. As the sun starting to appear through the clouds. Doesn't feel as warm as it did here yesterday at the Tiger Surf Stadium. We were here for Gloucester City's men's side against Farsley Celtic. As a shot comes in from the edge of the box, Messenger didn't quite catch it. Easy enough for Hannah Hughes and she'll bring it forward. Goes long, straight down the throat of Claire Hill. He brings it forward and goes for it from distance. Hughes was a little bit slow getting back in, uh, in position there and had to almost scramble back a little bit quicker than she'd have hoped. Yeah, that did panic Caught me a little bit well then. Gaza plays it up the left-hand side and Esplin tries to go for an over that. Linesman says she's kept it in. Esplin pass though, just not good enough and it skips through to McGurk. Siren just a little bit guilty there, of stopping. They just assumed mm. the flag was going to go up and they got caught out. Lenina Verts plays it forward into Jade Garza, the goal scorer, the difference maker so far. Tries to run through Sarah Candy, who stands her ground, brings it forward now. There's the Siren Sester vice captain, who was on Betty's for Breakfast this weekend. You can listen back to the show on Spotify, Amazon Music, and on the website. Ambry to Garza. Tries to get back to Kate Ambry, but it's straight to Defender. But Gloucester recycle possession on the halfway line. Beth Davis hooks it to this right hand side. Verts knocks it down for Paige Todd, who's behind Bailey. Todd crosses towards the back post. Kate Ambry takes a touch. Ambry just trying to sit down for her. Claire Hill does exceptionally well to nip back in and hook it up and away. But Gloucester again recycle it well. Davis and Golden try for a give and go. Golden's return pass just not there. And Scranage toe pokes it forward up to Eden Marsh. She's been able to turn and can now run out of the back line, but pass it straight to Maggie Neal. Ricochets away, neither side able just to get a foot on the possession here and keep it. But Claire Hill goes on a little run out to the far side and knocks it to Timbrell. Up against Esplin. Knocks it one way, then the other. Timbrell gets to the byline, cuts it across the face of goal all the way through. To Biscuit, who stands it towards the back post, and it's just over. Golden opportunity for Siren Sester there to level it. You've yeah. got to say, positive play from Siren Sester. Started with Claire Hill getting on the ball just inside Gloss City's half. Good, positive running. Timbrell gets to the byline. Just slightly too heavy ball across, and then Biscuit's effort just too heavy. But again, to be another warning sign for Gloss City, Meg. Yeah, Timbrell did very well there. Um, very impressive cross at the end. 
proving to be one of Siren's key players in this game at the moment. Well, Easton Browse, she's uh, new to the Siren Sester side on the right-hand side this season. I've been quite impressed with what I've seen of her in this uh, open 23 minutes or so, to be honest. Looks very positive. Where and very, she before? Very direct in her play, mm. just running at the defender. Marsh just bounces over her. Siren Sester looked to get the ball forward. It's penned into that corner. Esplin lets it bounce and Marsh nips in, hooks it into the box. Beth Davis takes the touch and clears. And the ball's hooked back into the box but cleared and now Gaza steps onto it and can lead the attack for Goss City. There's not too many red shirts ahead of her and Claire Hill does well to sweep it away. Hooked forward by Fuchs and now Gaza again. Ricochets off Scranish back to her and then it's out to the right-hand side to Sarah Candy, who's just sort of caught by Garza. She played it up the line there. Throw-in is given. But it's still Gloucester City women one, Siren Town ladies nil. We're approaching the 25-minute mark here in this women's FA Cup tie. Potentially water break coming up soon, I would imagine. It's a little bit cooler today than it has been in the last couple of days in Gloucestershire, but still quite humid. The game hasn't really stopped in the first 25 minutes or so. Marsh hooks it straight to Fuchs. Fuchs can run out from the back for Gloucester City up to the halfway line into Gaza. Gaza sidesteps, but Claire Hill is covering a lot of plastic turf out there today. Central midfielder, very, very good player. Every time I've seen her play for Simon Sester, it's been superb, and you can see how important she is. Timbrell goes for a cross in, fizzed it straight across from the right-hand side. Again, so just need someone running across the near post. Hannah Hughes did not look comfortable with that at all, Meg. No, it was very, very dangerous positioning there from the goalkeeper. I was just talking about it. The water break is here. Water break here in this women's FA Cup tie. Gloucester City at a 25-minute mark, Meg. They're 1-0 up. You know, obviously being a goal down... Siren Sister, I don't think, will be too disappointed so far. I think they've reacted well. No, I don't think there's an awful lot separating the two teams at the moment. City have had more attacking chances, but Siren very much still in the game. The things for Siren Sister, you'd say the way they've, they've approached the game in, in the opening 25 minutes, they, they keep trying to be honest and, and play out from the back. That's obviously the mentality that they're, they're looking to play with. There has been occasions where they have been caught and nearly punished, but... You know, there have also been times on the flip side where it has worked. Now, if you're, you know, a Gloss City player, Meg, and you're coming off there, you know, one nil up, midway into to the first half, what are the more experienced players, your Chloe Goldings, your Kate Ambrose, your Beth Davis, what are they saying to these new recruits about how it's gone and, and what do you think they need to change, if anything? Um, I think they're doing very well in terms of, I think, Ambry, Todd and Jada Garza, those three, those front three are playing very well together at the moment. So I don't think it's an awful lot to change from an attacking point of view. Um, I just think we're getting a little bit caught out with passes which aren't, you know, getting hit quite hard enough in the midfield at the moment. Um, and Siren are very quick to close us down in the central areas. Um, in other news, City's development team are now 2 0 up in their game against Southmield. We've got a goal from. Georgia, can't remember her surname off the top of my George head. George Robinson. George Robinson, that's the one. Um, so, yeah, both City teams doing well at, at the moment, but they're very much still early days on both sides. 
A reminder that uh, you will be able to listen to this game back. It will be uploaded to uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and um, Apple Podcasts. It will be available to listen again on the website, sevensport.co.uk, for the latest goings on in and around the county. Men's, women's, under-18s, we try to keep up with all of it. And we'll be here next week as well. Gloss City Women versus AK Boko Ladies will be our featured game in the South West Regional League. And that one potentially could be another commentary game as well. It depends if you, Meg Long, are called up to, to be in a playing position. <laughs> I can hope. Even if I just have 10 minutes at the end of the game, that's been more than enough for me. Just ease myself back in. Um, and it'd be nice to play on home, a home pitch as well. But we'll, we'll see. Well, we're going to get back underway. Not too long of an uh, intermission there due to the weather. Reminder, if you are listening... And if you've got any questions, got any thoughts on, on the season or the game, let us know. 7Sport on Twitter at 7Sport, facebook.com forward slash 7Sport and info at 7Sport.co.uk on the email. Let us know where you're listening from. We like to know the most exotic places people are listening from. And uh, to be fair, the way the weather's going, I think the most exotic place will be Gloucester del Sol, Gloss Vegas. Where in Gloucester are you listening? We've got a couple in church down listening. I know that much. Whatever you're doing on this Sunday, tuning in this Women's FA Cup tie, whether you're you know, at the beach, whether you're out of football, whether you're, you're here or another game, could be lost in the woods for all I know. Let us know. Simon's just overthrowing, midway into the Gloucester City half, taken down the line by Bailey. Flicked on off a Gloucester City head is the verdict. That'll be another throw into Cyrus Sesta further up the line. Who, as we said, as we're trickling towards the half an hour mark, after going a goal down, have actually almost settled due to that goal. Timbrell, who has been one of the, the better players on the pitch for both sides, to be honest. She's had a very, very positive start in this first half an hour. Given away, though, by Bailey. The ball forward has hit Timbrell just on the side of the head and sent her down to to the ground now uh, knock the wind out your sails Cara Messenger coming on with the, the kit bag you imagine the uh, magic spray and the, the magic sponge you'll be out for that one yeah, I don't think it was hit with an awful lot of force, but I don't think they'll take any chances with the uh, head injuries in this game. I think it's one of those where it's all about where it's hit, hit them. It's hit Timbrell right on the side of the head. She sort of turned her body to the left as it's been kicked, and it would have hit her just on the back of the head. Uh, for those who, who watch and follow cricket, it's the, the danger spot, really, that um, you know they've introduced the, the new... Um, plastic band that goes across the back of the head on the helmets it's kind of that area just behind the ear it would have hit her at we're shaking you up but a couple of little stoppages a couple of little breaks here Meg it could just disrupt the bit of rhythm the Gloss City had so how important is it to you know just keep concentration at this point yeah I think it's it's still so close between the two teams at the moment that we need to get back into the swing of things now and hopefully get another goal before the half-time. Um, otherwise, you know, it could, could go either way at the moment. 
That's one of those. Even if a City did get a second and went in, you know, two 0 up at half time, it's still a dangerous scoreline mm. in itself. So, you know, this, this tie is far from over as Golden and Davis combine to bring it away for Gloucester City. Davis as well to knock it to this right-hand side and Garza plays it forward up towards Kay Ambry, but Lucy Sraj nips in with a, a chest down and hook away out of play for a Gloucester City throw and just inside Sirencester territory, which Lenina Verts will hurl forward towards Todd and it nearly bounces through to Ambry. Just won't sit down for Scranage or or Hicks there, but now it falls to Biscop on the halfway line. Just oversteps it, and Esplin dinks it forward. Paige Todd trying to battle through two players. Has managed to nearly get herself into a shooting position, but Claire Hill recovers well to just nip it away from her. It's all the way back with Maggie Neal on the halfway line for Gloss City. Infield it goes. Just ricochets off the Sirencester boot off the pass from Liberty Ross. Just won't sit down for Scranage to clear easily. And she does well to Bailey. Infield it goes towards Robbins. But she just can't get under control. Ball forward is nodded down. Is it going to fall for Paige Todd? Sarah Candy comes across. Falls to Kate Ambry on the right-hand side of the box. Turns onto her left. Shot block. Falls to Chloe Golden. Claire Hill again covering a lot of turf. And it's all the way out of play for a Simon just to throw midway in their own half. But... You know, again, good defending from Siren Sester Meg, but ultimately good pressuring from Gloss City to even work that position in the first place. Yeah, definitely. They're just getting caught out because there's so many of Siren players back at the moment that when they do win it so far up, yeah, there's always a blue on the ball at the moment. Hill just can't get it under control when Ambry turns to just play it forward and relieve a bit of pressure on her. McGurk's not going to come and get it, so Jada Gardas in a sprint out with. Bailey to get there, ushers into her, and uh, Katie Bailey's left with no alternative but to put out a play for a throw-in. Molly McGurk, we talked about her aggressive positioning, she was never going to come for it. It was trickling across the edge of her own box. Sirencester, just under their pressure on their own accord, really. Hurled into the box by Slanina Verts, hooked away by Hicks, out of play for another Gloss City throw-in, about 10 yards further back. This would be a golden opportunity and a golden time to double their lead. Just over 10 minutes to go till half-time. Ambry nudges defender in the back, doesn't sit down. It's hooked clear by Bailey again. Stained pressure. That's what Gloucester have been good at in this first half so far, having multiple attacks in a short period of time. Asking a lot of questions from Siren Sister in a you know, short period. And the throw-in doesn't quite fall for Todd Golden hooks towards goal hits Claire Hill yeah City calling for a handball there that's not given some of the locals appealing for it more than others not convinced myself not from that close Siren says to play on Eden Marsh over on the far side goes for a turn against Maggie Neal sticking to her like Blue manages to get a boot in out of play for Siren Sester throwing. Good number of spectators here today in the Tiger Turf. A lot of people in both stands, to be honest, and over on the far side, people are stood around watching it too. Yeah, I don't think we quite hit the record amount which we were trying for. I think previous um, attendances have been around the 100 
odd mark. And when I came in, we were around 68-ish. So might have just matched it, but I, I don't know. I think it's doubtful with the development team having a game on at the same time. It's Gloucester. Look to try and double their lead before the break. Brought forward by Ainsley Fuchs. Fuchs knocks it to the left-hand side. And Paige Todd, she's a willing runner. She'll give it a go. Charging towards the edge of the box. Dinks it into Kate Ambry. Touch inside. Just a bit heavier than she'd have liked. Slides in as Ambry. And that'll be a goal kick. Ambry and Scranage. The, the, the duel that's gone on for the first 45 minutes. Ambry. Her first touch, she'd know it's uh, a little bit poor. And ultimately, I saw her dive in to try and retrieve it. Goal kick won by Gloucester again, but it should be cleared by Sarah Candy under a bit of pressure from Paige Todd here, forcing her deep into the right corner. Go to her back heel as Candy gives it away. Todd's cross isn't good, though, and McGurk will leap onto it. McGurk slowly bringing it forward, letting her side get up and get into position. Biscup against Lena Verts, dinks it forward, hooked away by Esplin. Round the corner from Ambry, flag up for offside against Paige Todd. Looked tight, but I think correct decision there. Yeah, I think it was close. I think um, Sarah Candy was almost keeping her on, but refs called it otherwise. It's one of those where, where Sarah was coming out whilst uh, Paige was going in. Mm. And it, you know, there would have been a point where they would have literally been neck and neck. Mm. I think it was just half a second before and now down the other end Eden Marsh gives chase Ainsley Fuchs should deal with it and does out of play for a goal kick the ball goes for Gloucester City we're in the, the final 10 minutes you would imagine there's going to be three minutes played at the end of the first half the two minutes or so for the water stoppage um, plus also just natural breaks in play like the shot to the head on Eve Timbrell Hooked away by Fuchs. The siren just hurled the ball into the box. And uh, throwing further up the line for them. As we said, uh, they may be a goal down, but they're no, no by means out of this one. Well, I would, well interestingly, what I would say, Meg, is if Simon's just equalised, I'd like to see what the reaction is from City there. Yeah, I'm wondering then if Chris Hill would make any changes at, at that point or after the uh, half-time mark. Scranage to Hill from the cleared throw-in. Hill looking to bring it forward, runs into traffic and Gloucester look to turn and be positive with their play. Paige Todd coming onto this right-hand side, just carrying the ball from right to left. Todd goes for a give-and-go to Garza, fantastic builder. Todd, can she get there? She can. Good block from Lucy Scranage. Uh, it's out of play for a corner. Uh, sorry, a throw into Grossity right in the corner. Which Todd plays up to Ambry, chest down well. Scrapping for it with Bailey into the box. Ambry just hooks it. Linesman's flagging. But I think he's been overruled for a goal kick anyway. I think he's potentially about to give a free kick okay. against Kate Ambry for holding, I assume. <laughs> not quite sure. No, I'm not quite sure what happened there. For me, it looked like both were holding each other. Mm. So it would have been a, a bit harsh to have picked an aggressor out of the two. 
Neil should have shift back through to Hannah Hughes and does well. Who in turn just rolls it out to the defender. Poor touch in field allows Siren to nip in though. It's now Eden Marsh on the right hand side knocks it to Tim Brill back inside towards Marsh. Messenger going for it as well. Messenger pokes it towards goal. No real impetus on the effort. It's all the way through to, to Hannah Hughes. And still Gloss City 1. Siren says to nil live on 7 Sport. Touching field by Tardis. It's not cleared by Candy, but good follow up by Claire Hill. Candy should deal with it and does up the line. Header comes back into the Simon Chester half though. Both sides just struggling for a moment to get a foot on the ball when it's played to this right hand side and Garza will give chase. Time for Scratch to turn on the ball and hook it forward right footed towards Biscuit. Header that comes in though from Slanina Verts who again has had a really good first half. Beth Davis goes for a ball forward and Ambry will fancy this. Let's it bounce. Ambry Maybe just took too long. Hicks comes across and hooks it away. Yeah, great positioning by uh, Siren's keeper there. Well, the ball for Gloss City from the right-hand side, the diagonal into the left. It's, it seems to be the, the most fruitful ball. It's the ball that led to the goal. It's the ball that's led to that chance there. I think Kate Ambry will be uh, gutted. She hasn't just swung a leg at it there. Yeah, just bad timing on that part. But both teams looking slightly tired and hot at this stage actually they've kind of lost a little bit of momentum now half time feels like it's going to be crucial as it currently stands but Timbrell gets to the right side of the box skips past Neil who does well to hold her up good battle good scrap for that one Neil's done exceptionally well to usher the ball out of play for a goal kick A reminder that the winner of this tie, which as it currently stands is Gloucester City, will host Bath City on Sunday the 1st of October in the next round. Sirencester have just over 45 minutes to try and ensure it's them that makes the next round. Golden plays the ball forward. McGurk comes out of a goal to hook it forward. Touchdown superbly by... Robbins and Claire Hill shows quick feet to just spin on the ball. Gets it back from Katie Bailey. And Cyrus is just trying to play it around a little bit. And it's a poor ball from Hill. Straight to Todd. Todd nips it forward towards Ambry. Tries to usher past Scranage. Ambry holding the ball up against Candy. Scranage though steps in. And good defending from the Sirencester centre half. Ricochets through to Eden Marsh. He just scuffs the ball towards Timbrell, didn't make it through to her. And Maggie Neal, she's going to go on a marauding run forward and plays it diagonally into Jada Garza, just oh. skipped off the turf and here on the shoulder. And it trickles all the way through to McGurk. A, a more preferable uh, bounce there would have seen it fall for Garza. And it could have been 2-0. Yeah, it was a lovely ball forwards then by Maggie Neal. Marsh nods the ball forward in towards Timbrell, who's in behind. Esplin on the far side. Step over one way, then skips down the other. Can she keep it in? She can. Across goal. Good goalkeeping. Hannah Hughes dives into her right to claim the cross. Marsh was lurking in the six-yard box. She would have fancied it as it came across too. Good goalkeeping though. Hughes plays it long. Bounces before Scranage and Garza nods it forward. Hill 
takes over and hooks up towards the halfway line. Beth Davis comes across to the right-hand side to nip it forward into Gaza, the difference between two sides so far. Touched by Hill, falls back to Gaza, who played the pass. Gaza tries to play it through to Ambry. She's not quite going to get there. Candy gets there ahead of her, gets a touch and wins the free kick. That, that was a lovely through ball then by uh, Jada Gaza there. She did very well to slip it past Siren's uh, defenders. It's crazy to think the front three are working this well when you've got the likes of Rakia Morgan-King on the bench. Uh, for for Gloucester, you can come on and you know do damage against sides, other than out of their quality. Also, likes of Lily Simmons, of course, and even centre half Alicia Kantorovic. She yeah. can score from anywhere on this pitch. Exactly, got in her play. Very strong bench, I think, and I expect Siren do as well. Siren says to have options too. Anna Margaret's the defender can score from a, a dead ball has scored here from a free kick as well against the development side last season it's Chloe Golden in it's in Lucy Swires made the decision to just let it bounce through to McGurk and ended up blocking Golding off if Golden managed to get through her you'd have fancied it to be 2-0 there the way Golden's gone about her business in the last few weeks also on the bench Simon today Jodie Bailey of course who you know is a pretty handy in front of goal too so a couple of options for, for Siren Sester if they need to change it they currently trail the game by a goal to nil Jada Garza just put the ball down the line the difference maker and it'll be a throw into Gloucester City right next to the corner flag as we are in the 45th minute as I said there'll be a couple of additional minutes due to the, the water break we had at 25 minutes and maybe just a couple more than that so probably looking at three minutes added on I would say We'll see. We'll see how long we play. Throw it into the box. Ricochets off a blue shirt. Paige Todd leaves it for Beth Davis to strike. Didn't quite catch it. Hits it over the stand into the car park. It's where Beth Davis loves to be, just on the edge of the uh, box there, waiting for the um, ball to curl out. Well, you would say it was sitting up to be hit, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. McGurk to take the goal kick. Straight at Chloe Golding. You can only head it down off Claire Hill. Hooked away. Slanina Verts scrapping for a biscuit. And Bailey's hit it against the back of her own player before booting it forward. Marsh will give chase, but Neil should deal with this. Does well into her defensive partner Fuchs but then they've given it away between them to Eve Timbrell on the edge of the box goes for it from distance huge <laughs> nearly spills it nearly spills it behind her but did well to catch it after the initial spillage good competent goalkeeping her goal kick is volleyed forward by Candy who tries to nip in again and does well and now Timbrell just giving chase against Neil giving up on it slightly though because Neil should see that out for a goal kick and we have played 90 seconds of additional time I imagine we could be about halfway there to the end of the half Neil brings the ball forward and goes over the halfway line into Ambry it would be a perfect time for Gloucester to have their second as Page Todd gives chase McGurk thought about coming Todd gets there but plays it too hard over the goal over the stand that's a glaring opportunity to have gone to just for the half time break yeah I went for the lob there but just lend back just a little 
too much, I think, too much pressure on her there. But, yeah, great flick on from Ambry there to Todd. McGurk take a, another goal kick. City trying to just pen Sirencester back, take the lead into the halftime break and reset for a big 45 minutes here at the Tiger Turf Stadium where Jada Garza's goal is the difference between the two sides. Selena Verts plays the ball forward towards Ambry, headed and Garza flicks it forward. Candy lets it bounce into the box, takes a touch and hooks it away under pressure from Paige Todd. Maggie Neal coming over the halfway line, just tries too much and gives it away. Eden Marsh now leading the counter-attack for Sirencester to Easton Burrell on the right side of the box. Limited options with her. She goes for a cross-cam shot that goes up over the MKM stand to our left-hand side. And uh, third new ball needed in about 90 seconds. Yeah, just City getting caught out for probably the second or third time now, um, trying to bring it bring it forward from the uh, centre-backs. But then the flip side of it, you'd say, is that the defenders are trying to play positively. They are trying to get involved. They are trying to get the side going forward. And, and maybe by doing that, there are going to be the occasions where you do get caught out. Yeah. Just releasing that pass early. The ball goes out of play for a siren Sester throw in. Referee's looked at his watch a good number of times, so I'd imagine not too far away from the half-time whistle. Played three and a half. Throw-in's flicked on and hooked away. Claire Hill volleys it forward into Biscop, who just can't get under control. Hooked infield by Hill again, who then plays it forward towards Eden Marsh, just doesn't reach her. That's all the way through to Hughes. The referee's brought his whistle to his lips, and there goes the half-time whistle. Got City lead thanks to a Jada Garza effort. It's been a good half of football to be fair. Both sides have had their chances. Both sides are still in this FA Cup uh, tie and it's by no means over. Meg, what's we'll been your thoughts for the first 45 there? Yeah, I think City probably started off with the upper hands, but I think as soon as Siren conceded that first goal, it kind of put them back in the game really and they've had plenty of opportunities. They've been very positive on the attack and I I don't think there's an awful lot separating the two sides at the moment. Well, we're going to go for a break here at half-time, and when we come back, we'll have live coverage of the second 45 minutes in its women's FA Cup tie, where Goth City currently lead by a goal to nil. Welcome back. Seven Sport live here on a Sunday, the 10th of September 2023. is the women's FA Cup. Goth City versus Simon Chester Town. Ladies and Gloss City women lead by a goal to nil with the break. Jada Garza with the opening goal. The difference between the two sides as it currently stands. What can the two sides conjure up in this next 45 minutes is the question. Because Gloucester City are 45 minutes away from playing Bath City on the first of October. Scoreline elsewhere, we've had tweeted to us, down then flies, 3-0 up against FC Chippenham in the FA Cup. AK Bocco 2-0 down at Western Supermare in the Southwest Regional League. Game's coming thick and fast. We, we also know that the Glossy Dev side 2-0 up in their game. 
at Southmead. And there is a change at half time for Sirencester. Looks like it is number 18, Scarlet Boyce, who's come on. Can't quite tell who's gone off. Looks like a bit of a rejig. Looking frantically to see who it potentially could have been that's come off here. But we'll figure it out. We will figure it out as we go. Siren Sister did play well in that first 45 minutes, despite being a goal behind. Both sides at it. Both sides looking to, to get in and around it. And Siren are through. Siren Sister coming forward with Eden Marsh. Just loses out and it's played beyond Claire Hill and Sarah Candy ushering the ball out with Paige Todd. Does well, does Candy. Chance for her to come forward. Candy plays it into the box towards Marsh. Nodded down, hooked up into the air by Neil off the header down. Hill swoops in with a header against Todd and just runs into traffic between her and Timbrell. It looks like Lauren Hicks, I think, has gone off for Sirencester. That's my initial guess. I'm not 100% sure, though. Don't quote me. Candy takes the throw in. Nearly falls for Messenger and Robin's battling for it as well. But Gloucester clear up to Kate Ambry. Good boot in by Boyce. The substitutes come on. And I am all but convinced has been on the field for, for Lauren Hicks. Smart touch in field by Tim Brow. Just came away from that one limping slightly. Free kick given. Looks like it may have just been a, a stray boot just down on a... Uh, Siren will get the game going quickly to Timbrell. Skips past Paige Todd very easily. Timbrell knocks it past Neil. Timbrell still going to the byline. Can she get it across? She can cut out an near post fantastically well by Ainsley Fuchs. Good position at the near post. And this is a good opportunity for Siren Sester from a corner kick to get the ball in the box and try and grab an early equaliser at the start of this second half. Timbrell plays the corner in at near post. It was swirling in towards the near post, to be honest. Good chest behind by Esplin. Looked like it was just sneaking in at that near post. Good uh, example for having a defender on the post there. If uh, Timbrell can put it in a similar area, there's plenty of options, plenty of bodies for Siren Chester in the area. Goes for a lofted one towards the back post. This time falls at the back post towards Biscuit. Gets a poke towards goal. Marsh and how on earth has that stayed out? Beautiful corner all the way to the back post. Biscuit just poked it towards goal in the end. Cleared off the line. Marsh instinctively turned it towards goal. Straight at Hannah Hughes. Anywhere else. And that would have been 1-1. Yeah, a bit of a scramble there in the box. It did look like they were going to equalise. But Hannah Hughes did very well to uh, recover the ball. That screamed like a, a meg-long situation. Arriving at the back post, goal, goal mouth yep. scramble like that, just get the killer touch. Put a toe in. Yeah, exactly. Throw your body on the line. <laughs> but Hughes with a good save, and she just treads on the ball slightly there as Neil knocked it back to her. Manages to get it out to the centre-half, who plays into Davis, under pressure from Hill, and the flag up straight away against Marsh. And uh, that will stop Siren Sester in their tracks, but... Well, you would say, Meg, fantastic start for the second half of Sirencester. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that. They're looking very confident after the break. So ball from Neil from the free kick, superb. It's sent 
Paige Todd chasing it in the corner against Candy and Todd's done well. Candy's still skipping around and pokes it clear. Hill beats Golding to it and pokes it out of play for a throw-in to Gloucester City, midway into the Sirencester half. Jada Garza, the difference between two sides at the moment. Gloucester lead by a goal to nil. A reminder that you can get in contact with, contact with us throughout the broadcast and in general on Twitter at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport and info at 7sport.co.uk on the email. And a reminder that all of our broadcasts are sponsored by SoFab Sports, sofabsports.co.uk for all your sportswear needs, including 20% off at the online marketplace. Just use the code 7sport20 at the checkout. As Timbrell looks to get in behind here, good recovery defending by Ainsley Fuchs to get across. She had Nikki Biscuit up in the centre just to knock it to. Ethan Brow has been fantastic. She has been positive, particularly after halftime. And yeah, at the moment, she's my uh, Sirencester player of the match if I had to choose one. So positive. So positive in, in the play. It's, uh, Sarah Candy to take the throw in. Just a slight break in play as Eden Marsh does her shoelaces up. Marsh, who would have fancied herself to have levelled the game when the corner was cleared off the line and fell out to her. Literally two yards from goal. Managed to hit it straight to the keeper. Good positioning from Hughes. Ball's cleared from the throw-in out to Biscop, who turns it back in. Header away. Won't sit down for either side. Marsh hooks it forward as well. Hughes comes and retrieves it in the six-yard box and looks to bowl out quickly. To Gaza over on the far side for Gloucester City. Ball forward towards Ambry. He's going to be cut out by Scranage into Messenger. Sirencester captain, pokes it forward. Neil can now bring it forward for Gloucester City. Looking around, surveying the options. Plays a delightful ball forward up the left-hand side to Paige Todd. In behind Candy. Todd gets to the byline in the box. Candy, good recovery challenge. And that'll be a corner to Gloucester City. That's been a good battle to watch, Paige Todd versus Candy. And the defender who looked like she was going to get shown a clean set of heels. Good recovery tackle. Yeah, Candy's been very good at doing that in this game today. Neil offering for the short corner and gets there. Closed down quickly by Robbins. Neil hooks the ball into the box and McGurk came to claim it, but it was touched behind by Scranage. Todd will keep it in right in the corner, in fact. Knocks it back to Neil. Low cross into the box, cleared only as far as Ross. Back to Neil again. Left-footed ball in. McGurk has to watch this all the way into the gloves, does well. Does very, very well and still Gloss City 1, Siren Sester 0. McGurk plays the ball forward to Robbins. Hits her on the 5. Doesn't quite sit down for her and it's not back to Candy. He goes long in search of Marsh. Touch is a poor one and now Timbrell will keep it on. Knocks it off her marker inside the play for a throw into Siren Sester. In line with the 18-yard line. Throwing quickly. Neil side foots it away. Candy swings it in towards the back post. Biscuits there. Good goalkeeper from Hannah Hughes. Good positive starting position. Came and claimed it well. And her ball forward is side ahead of Scranage. And it looks like it's going to roll out of play, is it? Bailey can't keep it in. Gloucester have a throw in on that far side. Midway into the Sirencester half. 
Well, you would say, Meg, it's this second half hasn't really stopped. Just like the first half. No, it's been non-stop, quick passing between both teams. Both teams looking to get forwards. It's a lot cooler today, as we mentioned. A nice little breeze just whistling through the, the Tiger Turf Stadium. <laughs> the players may say otherwise by the looks of, <laughs> looks of some of their pitch, faces. <laughs> Being a stand sometimes when you're watching anything, ah, it's too hot to even be watching football. I think we're getting hot just Makes watching it. Makes it unpleasant. <laughs> but Glossy have a corner over on the far side. Glass has done exceptionally well to win it. Todd's going over to take it. And what you say, set pieces could be crucial. Looks like Rakia Morgan King slowly getting ready. Should do the warm-up in the half-time break. It'd be interesting how long it takes for her to come on. This corner comes in, not a particularly good one. No, I'm surprised they don't have Ambry take the corners on that side as she is an in-swinger. You'd think it'd be naturally set up for a left-footer. Even, mm. you know, even, dare I say it, Maggie Neal, yeah. the centre-half taking the, the corner would be a, a good outlet there. But she is uh, forward for the corner itself. Referee just going to have a word with Chloe Golding. He's taking up a position next to Molly McGurk, defender Usher in there as well. A little, a little bit of pushing in the box, I think. Todd swings in the corner. It's a, another poor one. Straight out of play for a goal kick. Still glossy one, Simon Seston nil in this women's FA Cup first qualifying round tie. As we said, the winners of this contest will host Bath City on Sunday the 1st of October. Candy's just been sent on a wild goose chase to try and keep the ball in and hasn't been able to. Again, sort of following the, the trend of the first half, isn't it? That, you know, Gloss City just doing well to pen Sirencester in from their own goal kicks and clearances. The longer that goes on, the more comfortable City will become. As I say that, Brooklyn, Esplin, poor touch. And it's out of play for a Sirencester throw in midway into their own half on their right-hand side. Bounces up over Esplin and Timbrell. Marsh trapping for it. It's out of play for a siren throw-in just inside City's half. Taken quickly. Should be dealt with by Fuchs. Takes a touch. Poor one. Putting Neil under all sorts of pressure, but it's ricocheted off Eden Marsh out of play for a City throw-in. Throwing flicked behind by Timbrell. Candy does well to turn against Gaza and plays it against the face of Beth Davis, who firmed it. Walked through it like a brick wall did Beth Davis there. <laughs> McGurk knocks it to Scranage and Siren trying to play out. Winning their throw in just in front of the Gloucester City dugout. Is City not pressing quite as high as they did, would you say, Ryan, in the first half? No. Yeah, the press was definitely a bit more intense in that first 45. Fatigue just setting in. And we did say we'll see with 2-0 up in their first league game last year as they're trying to acclimatise the number of these players. 2-0 up and drew 2-2. Claire Hill steps in against Golding. Ricochets off her. Round the corner from Messenger. That's out of play off Esplin for a Sirencester ball. Sirencester just buzzing. They're sort of buzzing around a little bit and almost looking like they can smell a weakness here. Breaking play for Eve Timbrell to sort her boot out. 
we said at half time that off off uh, off air that you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens if Simon Sester were to equalise because momentum is a, a massive thing in football and a goal can change a game. Davis heads the throw in straight out for another Simon throwing further up the line. Candy fizzes a throw in towards Marsh. Smart turn from her. Ricochets away to the timber on this right hand side. Pokes out play for another throw in further up the right hand side. See, just having to weather it a little bit. Candy loops the throw in into Biscuit. Biscuit turns on the right side of the box. Just can't get it out of her feet. Messenger takes over and wins a corner for Siren Sester Town. The Gloucester County women's side not out of this one yet. They do have options, as we said on the bench, to, to change it. Now, after the likes of Claire Hill, Libby Messenger, they'll aim for those. Lucy Squires coming from, from the back as well. Good corner. Yeah, Could be the way I back into the game here. Don't think we saw Siren have many corners at all in the first half, but this. Timbrell takes the corner towards the back post, oh. chest down, not fully cleared, and it's in for Siren Sester. Just trying to see who it is. I think it's Lucy Scranton who's turned it in. It had been coming. We said it the first half that Gloucester scored when they were in the ascendancy, and it is Lucy Scranton who's turned it in. She uh, got the chest on it at the back post, it ricocheted away, and then this time the toe poke goes Pokes into it the in. back of the net. Just it's Gloucester City 1, Siren Sester 1. <laughs> the Meg Long toe poke at the back post from a corner. It's Simon Sester's route back into the contest, and there's the change. Uh, Kate Ambry's the one going off, and Rakia Morgan King's coming on. It was number 12, Lucy Spanish, she scored for Siren Sester Town. Rakia Morgan King, she could be the, the difference maker on the day. Very, very exciting young player to watch. You know, set the county league up last year. Still very, very young, of course, Morgan King getting some good experience for Gloucester City and it's immediately in search for her on the far side. She'll run. She'll make Bailey have to run as well. She cuts in from the right, knocks in in field towards Gaza. Gaza just pulled a player down and the referee eventually gives a free kick because Simon Sester can't retain possession. And I did say that, you know, if, uh, if Simon Sester do equalise, you're interested to see what happens here, Meg, because what you would say is that these experienced players for Siren Chester will fancy this now. Yeah, definitely. And I think Ricky and Morgan King coming on as well. She'll know she's got a job to do to... Uh... Timbrell tries to get there ahead of Neil and does. Just standing her up on the right-hand side. Comes in field and it's going to skip away from Charlotte Robbins. Claire Hill nips in ahead of Chloe Golden. Knocks it back to Boyce, the substitute for Siren Chester at half-time. Timbrell, slightly heavy touch for the first time from her and it's run out of play for a Gloss City throw-in. Gloss just need to resettle. Just need to resettle back into this one. Going a goal ahead and being ahead mm -hmm. for so long. Warning signs started to just flash that Siren would tick in and building their momentum. And what you would say, Meg, in the game as a whole, both sides have done well to score when they're on top. Yeah, definitely. And I think this will be a wake-up call for City. I do think possibly some more changes are needed from City's point of view, but we'll, we'll see how it goes with just the one change at this 
time. It almost looks like they've gone to a 4 4 2, unless Paige Dodds just dropped for the throw, which I think she actually has done. But Morgan King seems to be operating on the right, Gaza through yeah. the middle more so than before. That was the kind of positioning they had for when Gaza did score her goal. She was going through the middle with uh, Ambry off the right and, and Paige Todd off the left. So just need to, to get back into this one, Gloucester. The momentum since half time had been all with the visitors. Claire Hill goes for an up and under. Hughes comes to casually claim it. But, uh, wow, fantastic cup tie we have seen here. Half an hour to go. That's 1-1. Uh, one, one. Update on the City development score is Southmead have closed the gap, so it's 2-1 to Gloucester City at the moment against Southmead. Both Gloucester City sides being pegged back on the afternoon. Selena Verts goes for a throw-in on the right-hand side. Bounces over Beth Davis, but she retrieves possession. Thinks about an effort and then lays it to a midfield partner in Chloe Golden, who runs into traffic. Cleared and as far as Espin, who goes for a ball forward. McGurk watches it into her gloves. A big looping effort towards goal. McGurk will... Play the ball forward. Bounces just before Timbrell into Robbins and a free kick given to Glossy. I think for a push. Give me a substitution for Siren Sester. Coming on, Jody Bailey. Going off is Nikki Biscup. Update again on the City development. Again, Southmead have closed the gap, so it's two all in that game as well. So both City sides looking to break through with the uh, the win now. Development fall into what the first did last week, 2-0 up, 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Free kick into the box, headed out to the far side. Rakia Morgan-King hooks it back in. Over McGurk, who's going to have to watch it. No one really arriving at the back post. Garza just can't keep it in. That's out of play for a goal kick. A reminder, if it is level of 90 minutes, it does go to penalties. Oh, yeah, there's no extra time, is no, there, in FA Cup games? to penalties. Just to increase the pressure. The tension on FA Cup Things day. Things you love to see. Well, don't I was saying... To, or don't love to see. <laughs> I was saying, you know, this time last year, we were watching Gloss City in a penalty shootout in this round of the FA Cup. Unfortunately, lost on that day. Uh, players out on the pitch, they'll be looking to make sure that it doesn't get that far. As Chloe Golden runs into Sarah Candy there, wins the throw for her side, but that was a collision. Lily Simmons has gone for a, a warm-up for Gloss City. Former Cardiff City player could be crucial. Play a part in the final half an hour or so. It's Hill hooks it clear towards Jodie Bailey, a substitute for Siren Sester. Charles took it forward. Good chance from Slanina Verts, and then Sarah Candy scuffs her effort out to the Siren Sester dugout. Throwing from Esplin up the left-hand side for Gloss City. Touching field from her from the ricochet back, gives it back to Siren Sester. Marsh goes through Neil, hits her on the 
inside of a leg and it will be a siren sister throwing. You can tell the, the difference, uh, Meg. You can tell that the heat and the fatigue is setting in. Both sides are not really as urgent as they were in the first half. No, definitely As you'd have expected, of course. Candy takes the throw in up towards Robbins. Robbins shifts it down. Back to Candy again. He pokes it forward and a free kick given to Goss City. Now they'll try and get themselves forward. What do you say, Meg? If you're Gloss City, you've got to try and be getting it to the right hand side, surely. You've got to be trying to get Morgan King on the ball as much as possible. The fresh legs who, you know, we know will run for days for Gloucester. Yeah, I don't think I've seen her have many touches at all of the ball so far. As Garza loses out to Robbins, who's then tripped by Davis. Sorry, just to have a free kick just inside Gloucester City territory. Boyce looking to hurl this one into the area. Up towards the edge of the box, bounce away through. Jody Bailey goes for the header, nod down by Claire Hill. Gives chase to go and chase the header to the left hand side. Hughes has come out of her goal, has done well to hook it away and get some distance on it. Rakia Morgan King's positioning was good as well to mend that it felt to a red shirt. Scranage to Katie Bailey. Tries to find Jody Bailey further forward, but gives it away. And now Slanina Vert can bring it forward for Gloss City from right back. Scranage just beaten to it, but it's poked through to a boy who clears up to the halfway line, nodded down by Ross. And now Jody Bailey into Eden Marsh. Flag will go up. Four offside. You see from here, just ahead. And the offside was uh, always going to be given. Neil curls the ball forward towards Gaza. Scranage clears. Won't sit down for either side. Now Jade Garza comes and collects it midway into the Sirens' half. Goes past the marker and wins a free kick for a foul. And another opportunity. Maggie Neal trying forward from the back to come and take this free kick. Yeah, this is when you need someone like Alicia on the pitch at this, at this point. She is known for her um, fantastic accuracy on her free kicks. Um, but I think she is slowly recovering from an injury at the moment, which is why we haven't seen her being brought on yet. Sorry, I'm just going to have everyone back in their own half for uh, this defensive free kick. Neil might fancy this one. She swings it towards goal. And it's a good save. Molly McGurk had to palm it away at a right-hand post. It was a good 35 yards out. Right of centre as we look. Left, left foot swinging it towards our back post. Good watchful hand from the keeper. Neil offering a short corner and it's played to her. Neil could have gone down for a penalty there. Played on. Ball across face goal. I see it at the back post. I cannot tell who scored that at all. I think it was Jada Garza. I think. By the looks of it, yeah. Jada Garza with her second of the day. Jade Garza arriving at the back post, turning it in. I think, anyway. We think. 90% sure. sure. <laughs> we've got City lead two goals to one at the water break. 
That is the most important thing. So, 24 minutes. Garnis, second half. 20 minutes to go when we come back from the water break. City be able to do final 20 minutes what will Simon's just to be able to do to try and get themselves back into this contest the water break came at a bad time in the first half for Gloss City they struggled just to regain their composure a little bit They're going to have to make sure, Meg, that they, they stay focused for the final 20 minutes here. Now they're back in front. Yeah, definitely. I think as soon as Siren get the counter, that's when um, that's when they're at the most dangerous. So it'll be interesting to see how Siren respond to this this uh, recent goal. So what you would say is for the majority of the second half in particular, Siren have been the better team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think City are just slowing down and tiring a little bit now. The heat's getting to them. I think some cha more changes are needed. Um, and I think Siren have managed to maintain their uh, composure throughout. What do you think the uh, the coaches for both sides are saying to their team down there? I think just settle. Settle for on City's point of view. And then I'm not sure about Sirens. I think, I think they're doing very well at the moment, so I think it will just be reassuring them that there's still plenty of uh, game time left. Three minutes to go. One, two, well, two, one, in fact, to Gloss City now. Jada Garza at the double after Lucy Scranage had levelled for her side. A couple of siren uh, players warming up on the side. Yeah, it looks like Anna Margits is one being warmed up who... Can make a difference from centre-back. Helen Tuckwell there as well, warming up. Paige Todd has gone off from what I can see. Looks like Lee Simmons has come on for Gloucester City. Slight change in the top three. So Jada Gard has gone more on the left. Rakia central and then... Lily Simmons then on the right. Ball just won't sit down for either side there. Hook forward towards the Siren Sister box. Cleared and the header up. Beth Davis can't quite keep it in, but wins the throw in for her side anyway. Just over a quarter of an hour left. 
plus stoppage time. Game still finally points. City 2, Simon Chester 1. Jada Garza in the first half for City before a leveller from Lucy Scranage. But Garza restored her size lead just before the water break there. Simon just know they have to start again. They have to get themselves back into it after being able to do so in the first half, in the first half of the second half. Jody Bailey misses out in halfway, but brought forward from the back by Scranage. Ricochets forward and Scranage keeps going. Still coming forward for Siren says the ball into the chest of Maggie Neal. Falls to Marsh. She keeps going. And there's a chance here for Robbins in the box. Steps whilst one, pass two. Blocked by Maggie Neal. Superb. And she's going to have to deal with it and clears it well. Uh, absolutely nothing. Siren says to found themselves on the edge of the Gloss City box and nearly brought themselves level. Yeah, Scranage did all the work there for Siren. She was brilliant working her way through City's defenders. Timbrell throws it into the box. Neal swoops the header. Hooked away by Beth Davis. Hill coming forward and Garza coming back, going for it. And Candy hits up against Golden. Bounces over Hill to Golding, who skips past Hill and plays it forward towards Simmons and Morgan King. Morgan King comes back to retrieve it in the centre circle. Sidesteps one way, then the other, and then goes for a ball towards the right-hand side. And Lily Simmons. Chance for Gloss City to stretch their lead and the ball across face of goal from Simmons. He's a dangerous one, but no one's there. Out of play for a goal kick. Darren Golden giving his applause. Letting his side know that he approves of what he's seen there. But a lot of positivity to the play, Meg. You know, you go 2-1 up in a game. Could be tempted just to try and see it out. But Gloucester, you know, being positive there, trying to get that third to clinch it. Yeah, I think the fresh legs on Morgan King and Simmons there have both bringing some positivity for an, another goal for uh, City at the moment. Timbrell, scrapping for it, just inside the Gloss City half. Winter throwing for a side, and looks like it's going to be a change for Siren Seth. Anna Margit's getting ready to come on, and it'll be Lillian Messenger going off. Margits, who of course did win the Seven Sport Player of the Month last season for that's a test of my knowledge on what month I gave it to her. I think it was February, I think it was for. Candy takes a throw in up to Timbrell, being held up by Esplin, drilled to Marsh. Just can't keep it in though. It'll be a throw in midway into the Gross City half on its left hand side, Esplin to take it. Esplin straight to Timbrell into Marsh. Marsh scrapping for it. That's good defending from Esplin just to get a boot in and get it out of play for Sirencester Town throwing. Candy takes over Timbrell. Sliced by Esplin to Jodie Bailey. Round the corner to Marsh. Not quite into her and Neil hooks it away. Candy will let it run out for a throw-in. Siren Chester just trying to keep at this, not give it up. Candy's throw-in is going to go out for another throw-in further up the line. Candy's throw-in nods down towards Scranage. Scranage nips in and knocks it to her left-hand side. Hill goes for a ball forward. Ricochets to Eden Marsh. 
thought about the volley and just on the stretch could only poke it out of play all the way for a goal kick. Eden Marsh is over, just over 10 minutes away, Meg, from not scoring for the first time when I've been watching her play. I know, I think she's getting quite frustrated there because she hasn't quite had the uh, all of the delivery she probably would have hoped for and she has in previous games. But 12 minutes plus any stoppages, so as much as 20 nearly left of the game, you'd say. The water break felt a bit longer in the second half. Timbrel looking to drive forward for Sirencester out to Eden Marsh on the right hand side. Back to Timbrel, pass is short. And Maggie Neal steps in. Thought about going down the line, holds up and then plays it. Boys should deal with it. Let's it run across her body and knocks it back to McGurk. He's been closed down by Morgan King and Simmons. And she's cleared only as far as Jada Garza. Ricochets away from her though. And it's nodded forward by Scranage. And it's with Robbins again trying to run at the heart of Gloucester City. Beth Davis sticking with her. Robbins still going is then just ushered off the ball by Davis. Good defending from the Gossier midfielder. Up towards the halfway line to Chloe Golding. Golding turns and tries to slip in Morgan King. McGurk, good starting position to come out of her area and hook clear. Great from the goalkeeper. Header down from Beth Davis. Should be dealt with by Slanina Verts. Referee's going to stop the game because Davis is down. Davis looks to be very, very uncomfortable. Just down in Gossett's own half. All this will do will add to the stoppage time. It would be at the end of the half. Yes, unlike Beth Davis to go down as well, it takes a lot to bring, bring her down, so uh, hopefully it's nothing too serious. Chance to cool herself down as well ahead of what could be a frantic 10 minutes or so. If you are just joining us, Seven Sport Live, you've missed a hell of an FA Cup tie. Gloucester City women lead Sirencester Town ladies by two goals to one. Jada Garza, either side of a Lucy Scranage leveller for Sirencester Town. Beth Davis is up after her treatment. The referee is going to we start the contest with a, a drop ball. And Slanina Verts plays it straight to the boot of Scranage to Marsh. And Scranage again cuts in field. He's got options on this right side in Timbrel. Tries to drill it to her. The pass just misdirected and hooked clear. Timbrel battling for it with Esplin. Jared Garza in the left back position to help out. Gives it away to Timbrel. He goes on a run forward, skips past one, past two. Timbrel's still going, runs straight into Maggie Neal, though. Couldn't get past the third. If she did, her eyes would have lit up. Morgan King battling for it with, with uh, Sarah Candy. Ball in field. It's going to be hooked clear by Katie Bailey to Scranage, the siren player who did level for her side. Marsh turns on the ball. Midway into the city half. Ball towards Eve Timbrel, who's absolutely knackered and... Maggie Neal is just ushering it into the corner. 
hooks it out of play for a throw in. Timbrels almost dead on her feet trying to chase that. It's uh, another throw in for Sirencester. Sirencester throwing in line with the area. Yeah, City so just lost their positioning a little bit there, I think. Candy throws it in, header up, falls to scratch, turns it in towards Marsh, who flicks it towards goal. Straight at Hannah Hughes. He didn't have to do an awful lot to, to claim it, but snapshot of an effort from Marsh. Could have gone anywhere. Ball forward bounces over Hill and then flicked on by Simmons. Morgan King gives chase against Boyce, who comes across and just pokes it out of the play for a Gloucester City throw-in. Into the final 10 of normal time. Still plenty left, you'd feel. Scoreline coming through that down end Flyers lead FC Chippenham 5-3 now in the Women's FA Cup. Throwing into the box, bounces once and twice, hook clear. Marsh comes deep to get there, being tracked by Fuchs and it's hook clear by Marges. Maggie Neal does well to head it on the stretch. Won't sit down for Timbrell and Marsh nips in too. Robbins goes for a give and go with Marsh. Back to Robbins again. Got Timbrell on the left, but the pass was cut out by Neal. Hill plays the ball up off Neal. Should go through to Hughes and does, under no pressure from Siren's sister shirt. Hughes plays it long up to left-hand side. Garza gives chase against Candy, beats Candy to it. Can she keep the ball in? She can on the left-hand side, Garza. Thought about playing it in, just runs into traffic and Boyce does well to usher out of play for a goal kick. Fantastic defending from Siren Sester. Substitute. McGurk plays it long. Hill nods it to the right-hand side and Candy can only scuff it in field. Hill does well to get there though. Hill tries to play it through a red shirt to get it through to Timbrell. Just can't do it. It's now with Morgan King. Played forward, but the flag's up over on the far side. So that'll stop City's attack and its traps. How are the nerves, Meg? How are the nerves? I feel a little bit more settled now. I don't want to get too composed because I've still got some time left, but the clock is slowly running out. Free kick. To Sirencester, played up to Marsh, poor touch, she's Beth Davis nipping. And the ball forward finds Morgan King, turns boys well. Morgan King on the left-hand side, gets into the area. Morgan King goes for it, held by McGurk. Should have maybe passed it, Morgan King, but I don't quite know what her options look like from the wide left position. From here, really, like her support was a little bit too far behind for her to have really been interested in playing it. It was easy enough for McGurk at the near post to claim the ball in. We Candy take the throw in. Short of halfway to Hill. Back to Candy again. Goes for a ball forward. Header in by Fuchs off the shoulder. 
of Tim Brown out of play for a City throw-in. Just inside their own half, which Esplin will take. Candy will hook forward towards Charlotte Robbins. We've seen more of the ball in this second half, for sure. And she goes down the right-hand side for Timber. Who gives chase. Just can't keep it in, though. And it was out of play for another front to City. Siren have a chance. They try and pen Gloss City in here. And retrieve possession. Espin to Golden who comes short and that'll be a free kick for oh referee signaling a foul throw it is interesting that they say foul throws because I think we did discuss this in training but the Americans take their throws slightly different to how we do in England so they have been caught out a couple of times <laughs> with that in the matches so far Eve Timbrell take the throw in for Siren Sester Hurls it in towards Marsh, takes the touch, turns on the right side of the box and plays it up off Neil. Another throw in for Siren Sester, which Timbrell will take again. Neil walks onto it, side foot volleys it, and City trying to clear it through Gaza. Won't stay in though, and that'll be a Siren Sester throw in albeit about halfway. Gaza's limping a little bit there, I see. Candy takes the throw in. Header and field from Gaza, falls to Jodie Bailey, hooks over her shoulder. Neil takes a touch and finds Gaza, who very tiredly just throws it forward. Charlotte Robbins gives chase and could nip in here. Hughes has spilled it. Referee's not giving a free kick. So foot it away. And that was a nearly a mess, nearly a mess. Ainsley Fuchs let it run through to Hannah Hughes. She's not too happy with that. Turn away, shaking her head that what had just happened. But collision of bodies. Could have seen the ball fall to a blue shirt, but it didn't. And down the other end, Gossie have won themselves a corner through Lily Simmons. And from out of nowhere, nearly conceding their lead again. They've now got a corner to try and add to it. Can't have long left now, do we, Ryan? We've got two and a half minutes plus any stoppages. Corner comes in, headed down from Scranage. Not quite sitting down for either side, and boot clear finds Ross. Ross sweeps it back out to the right-hand side. Chance to get the ball in the box from the wide position. Bounces through and nearly skipped up over McGurk off a... Slight nick, and she had to palm it out for a corner on the far side. Final two minutes of normal time. Still, Gloss City two, Siren Sester one. Corner in, a bit further this time, slightly behind everybody. Is it going to be retrieved? Claire Hill's got there, gone down under challenge, and a free kick's been given. Looked like she got ahead of Gaza and just got pulled down. 90 seconds of the normal time left. Probably still looking at another five minutes or so, mate. Don't maybe. want to be the bearer of bad news, but it may even be longer than that. City Development's game has now ended with a two-all draw against Southmead. Handball given here. 
against Neil. So it's 2-2 in the Devs game. Is it going to be 2-2 in the first game? They currently lead by two goals to one. Siren says to have a free kick in a dangerous position. And it's going to be Scarlet Boyce to swing this free kick in from the right. Two versus two have been left on the halfway line. Big moment. Boyce swings it in. It's not a particularly good free kick. Headed away by Chloe Golden. And Simmons looks to try and get a side forward, but runs straight to Katie Bailey. Bailey pokes it towards Jody Bailey, but hook clear. And Morgan King will go chase. Uh, Sarah County's got to deal with this one. Under pressure. And it's done extremely well. Ran herself towards the corner. And she might have just done too much there. She slid in. That's a thunderous tackle from Sarah Candy. Uh, referee. He's given the free kick. I don't think he's going to produce a card. It was a bit of a lunge from Candy, but Lost City have got a free kick and Maggie Neal has gone forward to potentially get involved as well. Might be City's last chance of the game, I think. We are in stoppage time now. We've played 20 seconds of it. Neil swings the free kick in. McGurk spills it at the near post. Out of play for a corner. And Siren says they're not happy here. Something's happened at the near post from the look of it. And Claims that someone's been kicked Siren in the head. Siren have got a player down. Saying that it's kicking the head, I think. I'm not too sure, but Simon says the players look concerned there. Have to admit, Meg, I was looking at the ball. So I yeah, quite I didn't sure quite see which player supposedly kicked a siren player in the head, but. It's just going to add to the tension here. We've played, well, we've gone through nearly 90 seconds of additional time, but it's going to be added back on. There's just a, a delay that's going to see more time being added on. The referee's going to go speak to the linesman, see if he's seen anything. If I ball into the box, you've seen a, a player catch a, a straight boot, then... It'd be interesting. I don't think it'd be anything violent conduct related, but both sides taking a opportunity to get the water on board. Referee still chatting to the linesman. He went away and then I think he's just double checking to see who it was. So this should be a big moment in the, the tie here. speaking to Molly McGurk the siren sister keeper the other linesman from the near side to come onto the pitch as well
this concern is the. I think it is Sarah Candy, the one who's down as well. Who, you know, was the one who committed the foul for the, the situation anyway. Whether Siren feel that one was left in on her, I can't possibly tell you, but yeah, a lot of concern here. But in, in terms of the, the game and where we're at at the moment, we are going to be in stoppage time when the game comes back. We had only played about a minute of stoppage time and you would have imagined it would have been about four or five added on, to be fair. So you're probably still looking at a good four minutes, I would say, still left of this game. Yeah, at least. Right, Candy is up on her feet. And uh, is being helped off. Looks like she is okay. Also, looks like she's okay to continue, I think. So that is fantastic news. What you've got to remember is that, depending on what the, the referee gives here, it should really start with a, a corner to Gloucester City. But because he's obviously going to be booking, looks like Jada Garza for the incident, then you have to say he's giving a free kick to Siren Sester, you'd assume. That or maybe even a drop ball. His red card. Oh, wow. He's given the red card. So you have to say that surely is a free kick to Siren Sester. You can't start as a corner, surely. I don't know what that means for the next FA Cup game either. Uh, suspension, I'd say. So that's City's goal scorer off with a red card. So I'm pretty sure it was Jade Garza has been sent off. But it is going to be a corner to Gloucester City, apparently, <laughs> over the head of Morgan King. Claire Hill scrapping for it, but Morgan King keeps it alive. Drilled against Candy and hooked away by Hill. Morgan King lets run out of play for a throw-in. So we are back playing in the 51st minute of the second half. Imagine we've probably still got about three or four minutes to go. Mesh of body scrapping for it in that left wing corner for Gloucester City. Simon says the ball is the decision. Coming a bit messy, a little bit of a messy ending to this tie. Yeah, Jada will be disappointed with that, seeing as she's, you know, had such a confident and positive game with her being City's only goal scorer today. Another foul throw from Brooklyn Esplin, just adding to the pressure for Gloucester City. Throwing, pumped back out for another throw in for Siren Chester. Boyce takes it, flicked on by Candy into Robbins, tries to run through the, the red and yellow wall of Gloucester City players, runs into traffic though. Esplin plays it in field, touch from Hill. And Margit looks to bring it forward for Siren Sester. Runs into traffic herself and a free kick's been given for a foul by Beth Davis. Towards, no, 
I thought that was a little bit unfair, to be honest. Yeah. Beth did win the ball. It was a great tackle. Well, if you're Simon says, you ideally want Anna Managers to get up because she would be the ideal person to take this. Just playing long. But it's going to be Scarlet Boys to take it about 10 yards into the Siren Sester half. Swept forward, flicked on by Beth Davis back towards her own goal. Siren just can't force it forward and Golden runs into Hill. Fizz this near side. Needham Marsh is going to catch it out of play for a glossy throw in. Midway into their own half that Esplin takes to Neil, who almost trips on the ball. Plays it up off Timbrell while play for a throw in. Timbrell gets back up. It's been a slight cramp due to the stretch in there, you'd feel. Esplin takes the throw in again. City will try and see the last few minutes out, down to 10 men. Well, we're in the eight, eight, well, ninth minute now of additional time. Referee's looked at his watch. Marsh takes the throw in. Robbins turns into field and it falls to Jody Bailey with a strike. Always not enough purchase on it. And Hannah Hughes takes her time on it. And it looks like the referee should signal free. He has just signalled another free. So those nerves, Meg, they're not going to get any easier in the next three minutes or so. Definitely not. Unless Gloucester would score again, of course. They lead by two goals to one. Sarah Candy pumps the ball forward with a high up and under that Maggie Neal's got to deal with under pressure against Charlotte Robbins. Gets her body in the way. Hooks it up more than anything. Marsh gives chase against Esplin. Tries to get there. That'd be a siren Sester throw-in. Eden Marsh takes the throw-in. Neil heads up into her own area. Hooked clear. And that'll be another siren throw-in. Game far from over. You feel there could be another big chance left in it for one of these sides. Siren, take the throw in through Candy. Into Marsh, being ushered and kept in the corner by Esplin. He's done a, a really good job at, you know, in those one-on-one -on -one situations, just winning those throw-ins, winning those possession-based duels. Throw-in just won't sit for a Gloss City boot, though. Beth Davis having to usher the ball, plays off a back heel. Off Scranage, and that'll be a Gloss City throw-in. Brooklyn Esplin to take the throw. Gloss City getting closer to that game against Bath on the 1st of October. Siren Sester got themselves level once. Can they do it again? Charlotte Robbins brings it forward to Jody Bailey on the left. Just runs into Verts, and it's with Scranage. The Equaliser earlier on in the half. Candy swings the ball in. Neil wins the header. Ricochets off Chloe Golden. Scrange plays it back into the box. It's going to run all the way through. And Selena Verts is going to see it out in the corner or try to under pressure from Jody Bailey. Good defending from the Gloucester City fullback. Ricochets away. Falls clear. To Robbins with a strike at the edge of the box. Maggie Neal gets out and blocks it. Maggie Neal's been superb today for Gloucester in particular. Second half when City have had to defend more. Long ball play forward off the back of a siren body. And Morgan King will chase it against Margit. Scarlet Boyce comes across and plays it forward towards Clare Hill. He's beaten to it. Out of play for 
Simon's just throwing on that far side. We've, well, we're in the 12th minute of additional time now. Referee did signal three about three minutes ago, so I think we're about 30 seconds from full time here. Referee did just look at his watch, though, so it could be imminent. Ball played long to the far side. Morgan King lets it bounce a couple of times and then just half volleys it across. Sarah Candy misses her volley. Referee's got his whistle to his lips. And there goes full-time whistle. <laughs> Gloucester City advance into the next round of the Women's FA Cup. Winning two goals to one. Doesn't quite tell the full story. A fantastic game of football, it's got to be said, to watch here at the Tiger Turf Stadium. Jada Garza with the two goals for her side. Before being sent off late on, Lucy Spanish did equalise for Siren Sester earlier on in the piece. But Gloucester City have held on to edge the Women's FA Cup tie and make the next round which will be here at the Tiger Turf Stadium on Sunday the 1st of October, a game you'll be able to listen to live on 7 Sport. Meg, your thoughts on the game? And ultimately, if you want to pick a Gloucester City player of the match, I'll pick a Siren man of the match, because two great sides on show today. Yeah, that was a game that kept us both on the edge of our seats, I think. Couldn't tell the result at all until the last few minutes. Um, both teams did very, very well, but if I had to give a City player of the match, I'd probably give it to right back number 15, Georgie Slinina Wirtz. Um, she was excellent at right back today. Um, strong and bringing the ball forwards. And I think City standout player of the match for me. Elsewhere for Goff City, I'd say that uh, Maggie Neal, Jada Garza before sending off. Two players who, who really did like, shine across the 90 minutes as well. Uh, for Simon Sester, I'm going to give it to Claire Hill. I thought she was superb in the middle of the park when Simon Sester needed her. Uh, and we're really trying to motor into the contest. She was fantastic. and a really key player in doing that. I also thought Lucy Scranage played well. Started the game at centre-half against Kate Ambry, a player who, as we know, Meg has been Gloss City's top goal scorer for two seasons in a row. No mean feat. She saw it, saw it uh, a decent job, did well enough. Ultimately got played further forward, got the equaliser. I thought she had a good game as well. And also a special mention, I think, for Eve Timbrell, who was superb for Siren Sester in the end. And probably just got a little bit too tired from maybe doing a bit too much as the second half went on. But Meg, thank you very much for joining us on the broadcast today. Hopefully, next time we're commentating from Gloucester City, you'll be on the pitch and uh, we can't wait to see you back <laughs> on there. I so. Thanks, Ray. Thanks for a good one. And thank you to everyone for listening. That's us done here from the Tiger Turf Stadium today. You can listen back to this or if you are listening back to this, check out the Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts for all of the other broadcasts to get uploaded on there for you to listen back to again. Check 7sport.co.uk for all the latest goings on in and around Gloucestershire and also our sponsor, SoFab Sports, with the discount code 7sport20 for 20% off at the online checkout. But from the Tiger Turf Stadium, we're signing out. I've seen Gloucester City beat Sirencester Town Ladies in the Women's FA Cup by two goals to one. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit 7sport.co.uk.